0: Hello and welcome back to Eventide Radio. This is a fan-made Destiny podcast where we have roundtable discussions about a variety of topics concerning the popular video game franchise. At its core, this show is about having in-depth discussions about the game from a variety of different perspectives. I'm your host Scotty and with me our co-hosts Rob, Robbie, and Will. Um, To brief our topics for today, we're going to be talking the new TWABs, so there's exotic changes and stuff like that. We're going to be talking about what we're most excited about, maybe what we're upset about, if there's something in there that um, someone isn't pleased with uh we're gonna be talking about the lull before the 30th anniversary because we got some time before that drops and we're just gonna be talking about what activities or things we're gonna be chasing for until that comes out and then the third topic we're gonna talk gambit for maybe like the first time in this entire show um and what should be done about it how, how Bungie should handle it what what, should they do with it? what they should do with it maybe if they should remove it entirely so rob what's something you've been up to this week in destiny
1: yeah. So I said last week on our podcast that I was going to try to complete some like solo stuff. And uh, this week I was able to do a flawless solo presage um, on like my second or third try. Uh, and then now I'm trying to do the Harbinger. And I was able to do that solo, uh, but I died like 15 times. Uh, so I'm working on trying to do better on that. Um, <laughs> and then I've got. There's some like Tangled Shore um, triumphs that I want to complete before Tangled Shore goes away. So just doing some some kind of cleanup activities. Uh, but uh, cool. yeah, that's what I've been doing this last week.
0: Congrats on the presage.
1: Thank you. It, I, I completely like presage way more when doing it solo. Like, first of all, like the tone and atmosphere is kind of creepy when you're not like goofing around and making jokes the whole time and you're just by yourself. Uh but Presage is, is a I know a lot of people have already kind of echoed this, but like Presage is a beautiful piece of content um that I I think should be referred to as like a dungeon light. Um and I, I'm actually really disappointed that it's leaving. Like I I I was not as disappointed about that, but now that I've gone through it solo and kind of gotten to experience it like way more kind of atmospherically by myself and not trying to just like speed run through it with with people, like It's a it's a it's a gorgeous piece of art, uh and I'm sad to see it go.
0: Yeah, I absolutely I agree. I think it's one of the best, you know, pieces of content in the game across both games, honestly. I think it's really good. Um Robbie, what's uh what's something you've been up to this week?
2: Well, uh besides trying to clean my vault, which you know I take it a little bit at a time because it's gonna be a long process. I I don't know. I guess I actually got Hawkmoon on D1. So I was playing around with that for, for a little bit. Uh, that was fun. Just you know, looking at the the difference between one and the other. Because I really like Hawkmoon on D2. So finally being able to experience the D1 version was uh, was really nice. And cool. uh, I don't know. Honestly, I think campaign. I play a little bit of the campaign. Because there's two exotics that are locked to completing the campaign's that I don't have for my Hunter and my Titan yet. So since, you know, there's not really much to aim for right now for me, I've been, you know, catching up on those really older things that I can do on my own here and there.
0: Mm-hmm. Which Hawkman do you like better? Do you like D1 or d two Hawkman
2: I know it's going to be unpopular opinion and maybe it was just because it was my first one. Also I started playing during Season of the Hunt, right? So my oh, first yeah. exotic quest was the for the Hawkmoon. So I I, I I maybe that's why also but like I feel like the the D2 Hawkmoon is I don't know, I just like it better. Okay?
3: I respect that. Will, what about you? Um just kind of doing some of the seasonal stuff. Not a whole lot. Not a lot of cod.
0: <laughs> yeah. I get that. I mean, there's not a lot to do this, um, you know, this void of the season, you know, we got a lot of time before new content drops. So going to different games, nothing wrong with that. Um, I did two, I think I did VOG twice since we last podcasted because I think I finished our first run the night before the reset on Tuesday. And then I did another one on like maybe Wednesday or Thursday. And, nice. um, yeah, it was fun. Um, got a friend of ours, Vex the class, So that was fun. And yeah, I, I I'm just enjoying playing the raid. I think it's super cool. I never played in D1, so it's a pretty easy raid, which makes it nice, you know, get you like a it, team together pretty quickly because you can kind of just run through it in solid, you know, a short amount of time. So, it makes it easy to to run through. And, and it's fun. It's very simple. You can take newer people through it too. Yeah.
1: So, can I, first... I I just want to say something real quick if you don't mind. Yeah. Go ahead. So, so Robbie, you made that comment about Hawkmoon in oh, d1 no. versus d2. no 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 bring i think on,
4: bring it on
1: no i think you are completely valid in your um in your assessment i think hawk Hawkmoon's way more interesting in d2 i think a lot of people are i hate using this word uh nostalgic for d1 year one Hawkmoon, because hand cannons during the first year of destiny were like stupidly good and it was also bugged where you could have two lucky bullets stack and uh it had you know it had thirteen in the chamber so Hawkmoon used to be just this broken uh tyrannical beast in the first year of, of D1 and I think some people are always gonna like hold on to that as like you know the best kind of that Hawkmoon ever was. But I I agree with you in that I think like if you compare Hawkmoon in D1 as it is now versus Hawkmoon in D2 as it is now, Hawkmoon in D2 is way more interesting. Uh, and you actually hear it make a Hawk sound, which is pretty awesome. So <laughs> I just, I just want to throw that out. I, I think I, like, yeah, it might be a hot take, but I think in general, you're, you're correct in your like it's and it's interesting hearing your perspective because you never had Hawkmoon, you know, seven years ago, like a lot of other people did. And it just yeah. it's it's different. So no, I, I
2: see why, like the, the fact that you get the random, you know, bullet in the chamber, that's going to make like a ton of damage, but it's random, right? So right, exactly. I, and, and I see how overpowered it could be, right. and how fun it is. But on the same way, like I feel like the D2-1, you can actually track your progress because of the paracosal shots. So it's right. like I'm getting rewarded by, by having good aim. Yes. And that feels better to me than having like a random bullet somewhere. You know,
1: agreed. Agreed.
2: So so maybe that's why I feel like uh, it's more, yeah, more, not more fun because like the randomness is fun too, Mm -hmm. but just more predictable in the way that like I I know I can save my last shot because it's charged, you know, and and use it when I want to instead of having it just proc whenever.
0: Right. Yeah. The one thing I wish they carried over to D2 was I don't think it's in D2 is the carrion ornament, the the blood spattered barrel.
1: Yeah, I would, I would. that would have been awesome if they brought that into D2 because that's definitely probably one of the coolest ornaments from D1.
0: I would agree. I would agree. That was my go-to. So anyways, well, let's get started with talking about the latest news, which is the TWAB. So I'm not going to sit here and reread the entire TWAB to you guys. You can guys certainly go and read that for yourselves, but I'll give you a brief rundown of kind of, you know, what's changing a little bit. Let's see if somebody's getting a nerf or buff, and then we'll talk about our thoughts on, you know, these new changes um so shotguns are getting a pve or slug shotguns are getting a pve nerf pellet shotguns are getting a buff linear fusions are getting a pve buff caster swords are getting a slight nerf bows are getting a buff i'm sorry caster swords are getting a a buff because it's ammo cost sidearms and fusion rifles are being changed to hit scan which was as originally intended vex Mythiclass is getting a nerf as we all saw coming fighting lion's getting a new change arbalist is getting anti-barrier sleeper simulant is getting a buff service regime is getting a buff crash thegia is getting changed python's breath is getting a small buff whisper the worm's catalyst is getting a buff darcy's getting a buff malfeasance is getting a buff deadman's tail is getting changed era parents getting nerfed Lawrence driver getting a very small nerf traveler's chosen is getting buffed and then there's some changes to perks and mods and whatnot. So, um Rai, we'll start with you. What is one thing that kind of jumped out to you in this twop?
1: Um I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff that we were all kind of hoping, like it's interesting like Leviathan's Breath, they're giving it um, what are they doing to it? Oh, you're giving it Archer's, Archer's tempo, Temple, which is pretty cool. I think the Cryosthesia one is probably one of the more interesting things, like they're getting rid of that weird variable trigger um, and they're making it kind of feel a little bit better and I, I like that they kind of talk about like they knew that because of how PvP was when it came out with Stasis, that it that that would have just been like the biggest middle finger to everybody. If and so like it's kind of cool that they had kind of conceptualized it to be the certain way, but they knew they couldn't release it like that with Stasis. So it's kind of cool that they're like, "Here's what we originally intended on it being." Um, I found the I, I'm glad Sleeper Simulates getting a little bit of a buff and getting some love. And they're increasing the magazine size and all that. Um Whisper of the Worm, I know a lot of people really, really like that gun. They're really excited to get it. Um Dead Man's Tale is kind of cool that they're they're doing some stuff to it. I found the um the fusion rifle uh sidearm thing kind of interesting more than anything else, where it's like if you were playing 60 FPS or higher that the hit scan wasn't quite working right um and that's cool that they're like it it sounds like they're just like okay they thought having it as 999 uh projectile speed would have like solved any kind of like just that would have made it instantaneously hit scan but they're they're doing a you know 10 times factor so that there's never any question on whether or not it's going to be hit scan like i love getting those kind of like little pieces of information of like kind of like on the back end like how the software works and how they design things and like yeah we're just going to make the number so incredibly high that it's obviously it's always going to be hit scan like that kind of stuff cool um i think the the thing that we all kind of saw coming was the uh adrenaline junkie turning into uh swashbuckler like we all just kind of assumed that was going to happen and they did it um yeah i think i think overall it's a lot of good stuff that they're they're doing i don't think that the vex Nerf is gonna be enough. Like that's when I read that, I'm like, ah, I think it's still gonna be dominant and oppressive, and that kind of okay. bums me out. I don't, I don't think the linear fusion rifle mode was like the problem. Um, like, uh, like a little bit,
2: but also like the the fact that they reduced the cone and the aim assist, like, doesn't do anything for PC players, right? So, like, for them, it doesn't really change. Like, it's right. still gonna be pretty strong, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I think, I think on console, it'll still just be. If you're going to play against a three stack of, you know, a bunch of rift wells or rift warlocks with the stag and they're all just going to be firing Vex, like you're still just going to get like ripped to shreds. So I, I, I feel like it should have gotten a damage nerve. Like that's, that's how I feel. And I know maybe that's like an unpopular opinion. And for, as someone who really, really wanted Vex for a long time, like I just, I don't, think in its current state it should have a place in PvP Like with it being as powerful as it is. Like, I I don't think they did enough to it.
0: Sure, sure. Will, what do you think about Vex Method Class?
3: Um, I don't think it's going to be enough either. The aim assist isn't really the problem. It's the damage that it does and then like yep. stacking two of them on the same team as well.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Alright, kind of a consensus but, uh, I there. I still don't think it's,
3: yeah, it's not enough.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Robbie, what's something that jumps out at you in uh, in this TWAB here
2: um the what's the Malfeasance explosions i don't know if mm-hmm. you tried to build with the lucky pants and how strong that is <laughs> like a 50% buff is <laughs> crazy uh especially cuz there's a lot of taken lately yeah. so so i mean yeah and, and and a bunch of the buffs for primaries right so like warpal and stuff like, they're focusing on having primaries being a bit stronger, and I think my Malfeasance might be like... I don't know if it's going to become a problem, but I see it becoming a problem on quick play, on PvP, for example. Because, okay. you know, like, you get five random shots even on two, three guys. The last one's going to blow someone up, for sure.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm excited to see if it's going to work, because we haven't seen Malfeasance for so long. Yeah. You know, it's kind of been in the background for a while, besides the lucky pants thing. I mean, no one really uses it, so that'll be fun to see. Um, Will, what's something that jumps out at you from this um,
3: uh, f- he, well, not, like I didn't really specifically go into detail, but Chaperone getting nerfed like, is probably my favorite thing. That gun is just so obnoxious to play against. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Where did they say? The, 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 um, um, Chaperone's getting nerfed. Yeah, I think it's just chaperone, but or okay. just slugs. I don't think the other ones are getting touched. Okay. Um, and gotcha. the change to quick access sling too. Um, could be pretty cool. I mean, like as Proctor said in that mm-hmm. episode last week, that's pretty much just like having quick draw on a gun, but you just have to spec into it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm interested to try it out at least. Yeah, and the that's full auto cool.
0: cool is pretty cool too. Full auto retrofit. Well, that's pretty cool. So they're making yeah. full auto a mod.
1: Yes. And it's but it sounds like a vault for all. It sounds like a yeah, it sounds like eventually they're gonna make it like a an uh gameplay option.
2: That'd be kinda cool. Yeah. It's not on everything though. They said hand cannon, sidearms, scout rifles, and right. something else. And pulse
0: rifles, uh, no pulse
2: rifles. pulse rifles. Yeah. Okay.
0: Like four snipers.
2: Nice. <laughs> yeah the so like uh, quick access link though that's the one that's got me a bit like what because you know how everybody's been abusing like you can have a legendary especially the new one uh if you have like a really good pvp role for it with draw time masterwork and everything elastic string uh, you just quick sling quick access link to a hand cannon to a 140 or a 120 and it's basically like a two tap and right. people have been doing that even, you know, without aiming the hand cannon. Just switch and, and shoot again. And uh, that's been, like, frustrating. Like, I, I see a lot of people using that. I will call it a cheese on PvP later. No, I 100% and, agree. And they're buffing quick access link? Like, what?
3: Yeah. Okay. okay. The, the, bow, the bow hand cannon is obnoxious as
1: fuck. Yeah. Um. I, it's just, it's, it, it, especially with Lay Monarch, it has no place in PvP where if you get hit with that and you're just you're forced to hide behind a wall that you're done way too long to recover because like it'd be one thing if it was like okay you you take that damage and you have to wait for your health to come back but because you're sitting there taking poison damage and then your health comes back it's just it's so obnoxious
3: yeah
0: I would agree one thing that jumps out to to me is I'm really excited to see Whisper come back as well as Sleeper Um, Sleeper is getting a 10% 10% buff from the normal linear fusion buff and getting a 6% buff on top of that. Yep. So I hope Sleeper comes back in a big way. That that would be really exciting because I missed that gun and Whisper's Catalyst is getting buffed. I would love to use Whisper again because that was um, that was Warmind era, I believe, when, when that was a big deal. Um, I just think that's one of the coolest guns ever. So it would be fun to actually have it be viable in raids and stuff like that. I'm excited yep. for that, but Robbie, you were talking about um, how you can't even get the catalyst yet because you started kind of you, you started in season of the hunt. So, how are you feeling about that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I I think they should have made some of those available earlier. Like, I have a feeling that they're gonna transition into. I people seem to have like this idea of how hard they were to get in the first place, right? Especially for certain weapons like the whisper. And just making it into like oh you get it on your first you know nightfall, and then just kill five hundred things with it, and then you have your catalyst or or less even for a sniper, especially uh i I assume that like a lot of people wouldn't be happy with that, and I'll agree with it, like you know it wouldn't feel that great feels like kind of people would get it for free uh, but anyway, like if they're gonna buff it, I think they should have you know either i don't wanna say wait. Because what I got the sense of is, like, they're buffing all these old school, like, destiny weapons that are very, very loved by the community. Like, things that people don't use much anymore, like the Suros regime and, like, all these older weapons. Even Darcy is mentioned on the buffs, which, you know, Darcy. Who's, uh-huh, yeah. who's going to use Darcy anyway? But So all these older, you know, very beloved weapons are, are getting buffed, and that's cool. I just feel like uh, a lot of people that are newer, or like even heard from people that never finish the catalyst, and they they can't anymore, you know, because the activity is not there. So, I don't know. It feels bad to have to wait other three months just to be able to use that.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you at all. I don't blame you. Um... I, so,
2: I I, I want to say, I don't think
1: the catalyst was that difficult to get like i i was one of those where i got whisper the worm like when it came out in um war mind but then i just went and waited for forsaken to come out when it was way easier to get the catalyst and like i don't know i, I think those people are just that kind of like elitist mentality is kind of silly when it's like you just needed a wait a season it was way easier to get so there wasn't some like amazing mystique and challenge around getting it that people are just out of their minds so. Yeah,
0: I don't think it was hard. It was just it was it took a long time because it was like week after week you had to do it. Yeah. So it was just yeah. more time consuming than difficult. But yeah, I think Darcy coming back is cool. Like you were saying, I think the only time I ever touched Darcy in all of D two was probably Scourge of the Past when that was like the move. Right. So I mean that would be cool. I'm curious to see how Darcy will stack up to Whisper this time around.
1: I I want to point out that the um, they made that little comment in the near future section about um, the exotic catalyst being driven by the orbs of power generation they provide and that they have something in the works to let players build around that limitation. Uh, I was kind of bummed out to hear that. I I would have preferred they just give orb generation and the kill counter. I think that's what a lot of people actually want. Like people want to flaunt that they've got, you know, a thousand plus kills with last word or you know, that they're, they've are they got a thousand kills with Thorn. Like, yeah, getting the the, the double kill orb generation is obviously nice, um, but it kind of bums me out that they, like, they, they kind of hinted at that like a few months ago that they were going to do something about all these exotics that don't have a Catalyst, and then they they just kind of like, well, we still don't have an answer, and we're not really going to give you anything right now. I was bummed out to see that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, this is kind of a separate question then. What do you guys think of actually getting catalysts these days? Because they kind of do the same thing for every catalyst in the sense that, you know, you get like this quest and you have to like complete strikes or gambit or whatever. Um, I think personally, I think it's kind of boring and tedious. And, you know, like you're saying, I think it would be nice if we got like a kill tracker and orb generation right off the bat, considering they're exotic weapons. And you don't have to go through a bunch of tedious, you know, crap just to do that.
1: Well, and they did that. They did that with the year one exotic catalysts. You immediately could start generating orbs. I don't know, like for some reason, when Forsaken came out, all of those exotics, they they you had to finish the catalyst before you could start doing the orb generation and kill counter. So like they went back on that. I think that I agree. I think that was a good design.
0: Like yeah, yeah. I just I think it's it like catalysts just take so so long. Just for right. like, that's usually like the primary reason you get a catalyst. Half the time is like you want the orbs of light generation, or you want the right. kill tracker. To like you know, like you were saying, flex right. how many kills you got with the last word. or three. And I just feel like the time invested and the actual payoff is just very much, you know, right. off balance.
1: And by the um, by, the time you're done well, with actually, it, you don't like, feel like using that weapon anymore.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they ask you to like master the. Weapon. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of boring.
3: Hey, you, like, you finish okay. it, and you're like, I don't want to look at this or hear its yeah. name ever again. You throw it in exactly. the vault, forget you even did the catalyst in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What
0: were you I, saying, I mean, Robbie? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, Robbie was saying something.
2: No, just I, 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 I don't know. Maybe I just like the grind on things, but like I, I enjoy using the catalyst. Yeah. Sometimes I do that. Like I finish a gun and it goes in the vault, and I'll you know don't won't touch it again for like a long time. But also, it feels like with certain guns, like. I remember there's um, Symmetry and there's these other like, scout rifles that have like, these explosion things and stuff. Like, I didn't know how they worked very well, and being forced to use it a lot uh, made me learn how to use them effectively. And so when I was done with them, like, I was like, okay, now I really like this gun, and before I didn't. So right. sometimes I feel like the catalyst actually made me appreciate how the catalyst and the gun works itself, and then just, you, know, you unlock it, and then it's like, oh, I like it, and now it's actually more powerful. So, right. great.
0: That's fair. It does force you to use the weapon enough. You know, you can look at that as you know, good or bad thing. And you know, some exotics are more complicated, for lack of a better word, than others. So it kind of forces you to kind of learn for yourself how to use it. So I get that.
1: Yeah. I so I I don't disagree with you, Robbie. I think I think that's kind of the intended way to go about it, but it it kind of bums me out when like a new catalyst comes out and people just do thrallway uh checkpoints and just get it in like ten minutes. And like, look, you don't have to do that. That's your prerogative if you want to do it that way. It just kind of is like, well, what's the intended way for us to get a catalyst? Like like you said, are it is kind of the like when they're sitting around the table and they're like, okay, how do we want exotic catalysts to work? And it's like, okay, well they need to get 500 kills roughly with that weapon. And, and like you said, kind of master it and get a feel for it and learn all the ins and outs. And what's its recoil direction and, and what's its alternate firing mode and all that fun stuff. And you certainly do that when you are working on the catalyst kind of legit. But then there's all these like stuff comes out like YouTube videos and people posting on, on Reddit and stuff like that of like, Oh, the catalyst does this. I'm like, how did you finish the catalyst already? Like the things only been out for, half an hour and it's like oh, okay they just loaded up thrall lane and and it's like i don't know but at the same time like i i just wish the orb generation and kill counter started right away because it's like i've already gotten 500 kills with this weapon and you haven't counted any of those and that's kind of the bubber
0: yeah i it, it, it sucks and um shoot what was i gonna say i feel like sometimes with for example like exotics that aren't quite as complicated to use it gets super tedious, like, let's say, like, Wither Horde or Ariana's Vow, which aren't terribly complicated things, you know? Like, Ariana's right. Vow just, you know, you just shoot at it. It's got barrier on it. That's the main thing. And it's like a sniper hand cannon. You shoot it. The only thing you would be learning how to use is how to aim it. But, I mean, other than that, you're not really learning any, yeah. like, mechanical thing. And I can't even blame people for wanting to do Thrallway, honestly, because, I don't know. It just it's, it, it is very tedious right away, and right. If, if there's a more effective way to do it, then I feel like that's you know, I, I'm i fine with them doing that, personally
1: yeah, I I, like, I get why people do it, I just, it's like what's the intended way for us when we get a catalyst, like obviously I don't think they want us to, to do that so, but it's still a thing that exists in the game so, I, I don't know, it's just one of those things where it's like, does, does Bungie really care how we finish the catalyst, and if they don't, then why make us get 500 kills, just like if we unlock the catalyst, just let us start getting double kills with it, because it's like you're you're basically forcing people's hand to do that. Um, so I, I it's just one of those things. where It's like, why is this like the intended design when there's a huge workaround that everyone uses? And when I say everyone, I not literally everyone, but like you see enough LFG posts whenever a new catalyst comes out of like, hey, who's got a throwaway cat like checkpoint that I can load up and and steal from you? It's like, okay, obviously a lot of people don't feel like. Getting the catalyst the intended way, so like, why is it still the way to do it?
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And that's that's where I'm just like, like, just do fix some fix something about it because it's obviously a problem. I think.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Um, going back to the Twab, yes, yeah, you guys played. No, you're okay. I started the tangent. Um, mm-hmm. You guys play PvP more than I do. What do you guys think of the Dead Man's Tail changes? Because I know some people get kinda of pissy about Dead Man's Tail and PvP and stuff. I was curious what you guys thought of the you know recoil accuracy changes they have listed out here.
2: It was I good think before. It's... It was really good. Like way too good maybe. Especially yeah. with the like you know shooting from the hip. The hip fire was amazing. Like it had like incredible range. And then I think the nerve went a bit too far like some people would say that it was still better on console than it is on on PC uh, but i think like the fact that people stopped using it was not because the gun is bad per se but just because there's yeah. new things to play with and i think also there's a lot of influence from you know guides and videos and just right. the community itself fitting into like oh now everybody let's use ace of spades and chaperone because that's what's cool right now but i think the dmt like it's not bad it's like you can still be really good at it and uh, yeah I don't know I feel like these things they're trying to do are like balance it for console and balance it for PC kind of separate but not really it's weird because I don't know I feel like it's it's gonna make it better for PC again and then we're gonna have to have the, this discussion again
0: <laughs> I see what you're saying Will, yeah. what do you think of the changes?
3: Um, I hate playing against that gun. I hate that gun in general. So it's just gonna be more annoying now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, is, I hated
3: it to begin with.
0: Is Dead Man's Tail kind of a weapon that's often used with like stag?
3: Yes. I mean, Arc like Soul? those are usually the people that. Yeah. Arc Soul, back of the map DMT. Yeah. Like, yep. Campfire in the back as well. Bag of marshmallows next to him. For <laughs> the foreseeable future, so yeah, no, it's it's obnoxious. I don't know why they're buffing it. Yeah, fair enough. Rob, what about you?
1: Uh, yeah, I was I was gonna say like it's like the last word, but has way more range, and that's like it, the one argument you can try to make to justify at least like last word is like you got to be pretty close. I mean, I mean, I've seen people map other folks with the last word, so that's not always true, but in general. You got to be pretty stinking close with Last Word to to be effective with it, and I think Dead Man's Tale is like, I I there were so many times where there'd be a guy running around with lion ram pants, uh, and <laughs> I, I I was like saying it that way, and just like floating around like a like a, uh, an an a hole with DMT, and like I just I hate that like giant in air floating around just like murdering people from the sky, like and it just got so annoying because they're just sitting there hip firing as fast as they could. And I I just feel like it doesn't quite have a place in the game. I understand the power fantasy and it's like it's a really cool like people have been wanting a Tex Mechanica uh, scout rifle lever action for so long. And it's neat to see like a a Henry repeater in the game. Like I love that, but it's really annoying to fight against sometimes. And I agree with with Will where you've got people hiding in the back with a rift, just like just tearing it up and opening fire. And now now we're going to have people doing that and Vex at the same time. And it's like great. so i'm not excited i don't think they <laughs> i like i saw people still be effective with it in the current meta um and i don't think they should have given it back some of its its umph. i don't think that was necessary
0: yeah yeah from 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 the sound of it i don't think so either for you grandmaster folks are you excited for arbalist? for what anti-barrier arbalist oh yeah yeah that'll I, be I think nice i
2: mentioned that last time yeah Oh, but before we move on to that, like one thing I want to say about that PvP sandbox thing is that, like, most people were not complaining about many things. Like, I felt it was in a really good spot because people were talking about trials and the uh, game modes and everything more than the actual guns, except for like, uh, you know, a few outliers, which was like Vex and its ease of use, and especially Lorenz. Like, right. the Lorenz drive, where is the Lorenz driver in any of this? Why are we not having an nerf for that thing yet? I hope it comes next next uh, Thursday or or something. But like for me, that was the biggest issue right yeah. now. Like yeah, the DMT, you... like yeah, it's, you know, you would see it now and then, not not as as often as it was when it came out, and it's not as powerful as it was when it came out. So like yeah, it might be overpowered if if you know if you get killed by it a lot. I don't think you do because you don't see it that often. Um, but it wasn't an issue. Like you know, worth addressing that much as much as the Lorentz is so. Oh, go ahead.
1: The only the only thing they did to it is they got rid of the wellspring aspect, which is like that seemed to be like the least Yeah like important part of like that was just kind of a nice little buff of like, oh you you get a little bit of like ability energy when you kill someone with that's tagged or whatever. It's like that's not the problem with Lorenz. The problem with the Lorenz is is it's ridiculous aim assist and
2: and flinch, it's, it has no yeah, flinch. People say exactly. it does, but like, honestly, yeah, it's, it's, use that and use the Arbalist at the same time and you realize it doesn't. Right. So like the VEX thing, like they should have applied the same thing. You know, take some aim assist, uh, change the cone on the Lorentz. That would have been something.
0: Right. Sure. Yeah, that was my next question because I know they got rid of the um, uh, tracking on Lorentz a while ago, I believe. Um, So I was curious, what, what are you guys thinking of? What would be the proposed nerf for Lorentz? You guys can kind of answer that question. Aim assist. And, and flinch. flinch.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Like gotcha. it, literally if you put it at the same level as the Arbalist is right now, mm-hmm. that would be way better. Because I think the biggest issue for Lorentz is on consoles, because it's got way too much aim assist. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Do you, I I, I
1: love it in PvE, but I think it's like its ability in PvP is just ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Yeah, PvE is fun and it it is interesting that um i think this this nerf is more of a pve nerf the removed ability energy regeneration on picking up a telemetry that's my guess right. because t- they said the bonus ability energy feels extraneous but the damage buff is so strong and i'm not sure anyone was really complaining about that or anyone no. was really using lorentz that often in high-end pve content so yeah very odd choice but
1: I mean, it It has it has unstoppable and it works with particle deconstruction. I think I think some people were using it in PvP or in, in PvE. Like it, it has some utility in like nightfalls and GMs and things like that.
0: Sure. Um, I just but, don't see it being like stupidly overpowered.
1: No, definitely not. Like I, I, it's good for ad clear, right? If you if you get a headshot on something and it, it can group and, and kind of destroy a bunch of enemies all kind of close together. But I, I, there's bigger problems, I think.
0: Uh, yeah i believe so too um back to what i was saying do you guys are you guys excited for anti-barrier i mean do you if think it it's gonna be viable
1: if it if it had yeah. double kill orb drop and, and a kill counter then i <laughs> think, but...
0: so because but it doesn't have that you guys aren't I don't think you're gonna no i I'm, I'm not
1: saying that i think I, it's gonna have some utility it's nice to have another special weapon with uh, a anti-champion mod on there like i think that, that's that's great um it just kind of was like, give it a catalyst too.
0: Huh. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize it didn't have a catalyst. That's odd. That came out, um, revelry. Yeah, um, that was during forsaken era.
1: Yeah, season of the drifter, I believe. Yeah, been a while. Yeah.
0: Um, and then fighting lion is getting a co- kind of a complicated change. Does yes. anyone have any thoughts on fighting lion? I, I don't use fighting lion. I know some people just like you know live for this thing but uh i know it has its own subreddit which is very cool but but yeah i mean will i know you mentioned in the discord um fighting line do you have any thoughts on the, the new changes
3: for this one um i just hope it's not like a spammy weapon now like the gun's cool but like with infinite ammo and all that other stuff now you can do i just don't want it to be something that people are just spamming behind walls yeah, you know like a whole trials match is just gonna be a minute and 30 seconds of people just spamming fighting, and lying off walls and trying to you know get cheap shots off on you but mm-hmm. you see,
4: mm-hmm. yeah i get that yeah i
2: get that it was one of my favorite exotics when i started playing honestly and i do like it a lot how it is now i think they broke it for pve though which is surprisingly is where i enjoyed it the most way more than in pvp and like on PVP, you don't kill one guy even with a direct shot anymore, which is kind of sad, you know, for an exotic grenade launcher. I, I see the point where it's like the original intent of of those uh, breach ones was like, you know, pop the shield and then switch to your primary and and just finish them off with a headshot or or a body shot or something. And if if that was the play, uh, yeah, but yeah, I agree, a lot of spam and right now is. I did need, need that buff uh, for PvE because it, it was useless. It was rendered, you know, a potato.
3: Yeah. So it got, it just got buffed?
2: Well, the, the reload. So if you before you needed to do like damage on multiple enemies to get like a faster reload. Uh-huh. And now it's only on one. So yeah, that's going to suck for PvP, I think, though, because of the yeah. spam. They yeah. have to address uh, the, the infinite ammo so... thing for it. Uh, again, at the same time, I don't think that a lot of people are really skilled with those. And people who are not really skilled anyway are going to get killed quite quickly. Even I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, you don't
3: have to be good to use grenade launchers to kill Still,
2: Effectively, so I would say like, someone who's guy. really good with them, yeah. But like a lot of people think just putting on a gun that they see on a guide is going to solve all their issues. And it's really not. But but it like the thing is that that, that one's a hard one cuz it's so broken on PvE mm. like it's entirely you know useless right now and the reload was so slow it, it was incredibly painful. So you are
3: saying it's like broken bad right now or broken good?
2: Yeah, bad bad like it's bad. you can't it's pointless to carry that one on 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 PvE. And it was a really fun gun like I really enjoyed it for PvE mostly like more than on PvP.
1: I, I just I'm worried that your like will your thoughts or concerns about it for PvP, like I just I'm I'm already envisioning like a team of three guys hiding behind a wall, just spamming, fighting line shots, and as long as yeah. they're hitting, one of them's hitting, they're gonna be able to reload fast and then just keep that spam train rolling with having infinite ammo. Like I, I may, maybe it doesn't happen, but I could see it like that first week that it comes out, I could see a lot of people just it's it's that same thing of when hard light was meta in in trials, and people were just you'd have three people spamming it around a corner and it's it's not that it was like super effective, it was just annoying to try to fight against because every once in a while someone would get a kill with it, and then everyone just thinks it's like the best weapon in the world right. and it's it's annoying it's not it's not meta, it's just annoying to fight against, and it completely like you said for a minute and a half people are just going to be spamming that, and it just completely slows down the flow of the game, and that's not that's what I'm not looking forward to.
3: Yeah, for sure. Is there anything else? The hard light did double damage off walls too.
1: Yeah, that was so stupid. I don't know so why dumb. they thought it was a good idea. When was that? That was um, when six hundred RPMs were like king. First weekend of trials. Yeah.
0: First okay, weekend of trials, like season worthy trials, or yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean,
3: yeah it's a yeah, they're okay. like, oh, fighting line now does double damage off walls,
1: and it's like sick. Like this is so fantastic. I'm so happy. Like. <laughs> yeah, hard, hard like. Well, and then and then they they got rid of the screen shake for it, and they buffed its stability a bunch. So it was basically like it was a that solid was a laser. Yeah, it was a solid auto rifle to use because six hundreds had gotten that damage buff as well and so just it was like the perfect storm of like yeah let's just shoot and like uh i think i want to say it was anomaly was like one of the first maps too and that just has nothing but like tight corners and 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 hallways and so people people would just you'd have a team of three guys just nonstop shooting hard light and so you and it's like you couldn't even get close to them because they would just there'd be a volley of hard light shots coming at you yeah it was yeah it was bad
0: is there anything else you guys want to touch on before we move on to anything else that jumped out at you? Uh, really?
2: the, the oh, Ariana's no wait, Ariana's not. What's the name of the bow? Sorry, I forgot.
0: Oh, Breath. Oh, Breath. All
2: right, cut, cut that part. <laughs> yeah. The, the Leviathan's Bread, I keep advocating for this thing. Like, even before the nerf to Xenophage, Leviathan's Bread had a better DPS on PvE if you could land your crates. Right. So if, if the same situation of, like, someone running a Divinity, which I know we haven't seen lately because of, uh, you know, like, particle deconstruction and all that stuff, but Leviathan's Bread had better DPS if you landed your crates or were shooting into a Divinity. Just it was very slow, but even with it being slow, you know, still more damage. And now, like, if you're really shooting at the Divinity or landing your shots and getting Archer's Tempo, like, this thing is gonna be insane. Like, just watch out for that one. Because I know it's like a sleeper pick, but that was, like, I I love that gun, and it's just got better. Like, insanely better. And people are gonna not care about it that much. Yeah.
1: And it has a champion mod, so like that gives it more viability as well. Like I, I've always liked Leviathan's Breath. Is just like you said, it's kind of a sleeper, a sleeper weapon. I think it, I think I'm excited to see how it turns out.
0: Does the Leviathan's Breath one shot work? I
2: think so.
1: Probably, yeah. But he's like, there's so many other things that one shot, like any like any one shots. Yeah, like yeah, true. it's just
2: the opposite like think about how they read like the ease of use of of xenophage made it so that they reduce the rate of fire on it yeah you know like it still does the same amount of damage per shot but the rate of fire is down so it's not as easy to use on bosses and this one is the opposite like they increase the rate of fire so
0: yeah yeah i get that all right so moving on to our next topic we have the lull before the 30th anniversary. So we got plenty of time before the new 30th which is the new dungeon and I believe a new six-man activity, which we don't know much about yet. But until that time in December, um, we're going to talk about w- what are we going to be doing until then in this game? And maybe if, you know, we, we don't have to play this game. Like, well, I know you're talking about playing, playing COD, and that's perfectly okay. So, Rob, what's, uh, what's your plan? After now that you've completed Presage, what's what's your plan until the 30th anniversary stuff drops? Uh,
1: so I still need I still need to do Harbinger. Um and there's a couple other kind of just random bounty or like triumphs that I want to complete just so I feel like, you know, if if the stuff goes away either on Tangled Shore or all the other seasonal content, if it goes away, I feel like I haven't missed out. Um uh, wanna still play D1 with with Robbie because we gotta we gotta finish leveling up so we can do VOG. Um and then I, I pointed out to you guys, uh, so it's the 10 year anniversary for Skyrim uh, on the 11th, of like so on Thursday, and so I was gonna do a run of Skyrim since I haven't done that in a long time, and uh, you know, it's, it's been a while, and there's like all the the new content that's gonna come out for it. So I haven't, I actually haven't finished all the DLC in Skyrim, so I would, I would like to probably try to do that this month. So, cool, Don't cool.
2: Forget about Demi Moore turning 59 on Thursday right. as well. Uh, yeah, Demi, Demi-, Demi Moore defense. turned
1: 59 so, so maybe maybe there's a Demi Moore mod in Skyrim that I'll, I'll play with or something I don't know uh
0: yeah I mean <laughs> each their own <laughs> I suppose um who is De- Demi Moore what, seriously what,
2: wait what
0: I,
3: I honestly don't know am I too young uh, no way uh, what I mean, was to be that? completely honest I don't know who that is either oh yeah <laughs> there's
1: I know that uh, this is probably going to make me sound like a dirty old man or whatever. Like there's like "Strip Tease" is like one of the big movies that she was in.
4: Ghost.
1: Um, Ghost uh, there was that movie with Rob Lowe. I only watched it recently on accident about last night. Yeah. Um, G.I. Jane. That was where she like shaved her head. She wasn't um,
2: forsaken as well. Not bunge is forsaken, <laughs> <but>, uh, <laughs> forsaken. All right. Yeah. Demi, 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 Moore, you know. Demi
1: Moore. Yeah. Demi Moore. She's uh, married to Ashton Kutcher, right?
2: Yeah, this uh yeah. I don't know why I know that, but I
1: do. <laughs> she was
2: married to Bruce Willis and had kids with him. And oh then, that's right. And then yeah, just like got a new model with her.
4: Right.
0: Cool. So Bobby, what what are you up to until now uh... More than... <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: I've been I've been trying other games lately like You guys know I've been trying to play other looter shooters. Uh, I played some that are basically like contained campaigns. So like, you know, with a clear ending, even though you can keep rerunning to get better roles or whatever. But uh, lately I've been playing um, a lot of Warframe. I've been playing some Call of Duty. I've been trying to get on these games that I haven't had. Like, I would say I didn't have the time, but I did have the time. I just didn't, I choose not to play them. Uh, forza 5 came out i know you guys can't play it because you're not on xbox but it's amazing and it's i in am Mexico and and it's uh, it's great and it looks amazing <laughs> and i love it and yeah try it out if you get the pc but uh speaking about pcs i've been actually playing games that i can play on keyboard and mouse on the xbox which a lot of games let you do that surprisingly um, not Destiny. I I hope it would. It would be nice if I could you know play also with mouse and keyboard on the Xbox. But alas, I can't. But I've been yeah trying to. I don't know. Um, maybe at some point in the future you know get a PC. Um, but for now I I got a keyboard. I've you know been modding it and you know custom keyboard with mechanical switches and all that stuff. So I've been playing uh, mouse and keyboard on the Xbox and it's it's been fun.
0: Cool. That sounds pretty cool. I wish I was
3: better at mouse and keyboard. Will, what about you? Um,
1: maybe raid, <laughs> raid Shadow
2: Legends. <laughs>
0: Speaking um, of which, this is a great transition to our
2: next segment. Stop. 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 <laughs> Things we are not sponsored by. <laughs> We're in.
3: Um. Yeah, raiding maybe. Battles, maybe I, it's pretty much what I feel like doing. There's I don't really have anything I'm like set on doing between now They're and then. Yeah. yeah. Are you Weird. playing COD Vanguard or whatever, right? Yeah, a lot of that. So. Cool. But yeah, there's not much really that I'm. There, there's not really oh Battlefield. I'm gonna try that actually when it comes out. Uh, futuristic oh, yeah. Battlefield, right? Twenty forty two. Well, I mean it's like kind of futuristic, but it's. Yeah, I guess you could probably call it futuristic, but like, you know, like spaceships or something like that. But <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'll give that a try. So, not a whole lot cool. going on. I,
0: um, there is some things I want to do in Destiny. I want to keep playing Vogue. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with that. And I really want to do the two raids I still haven't done yet, which are Deepstone Crypt and Garden of Salvation. So those are on my list to do. Um If I don't get them before the 30th anniversary, whatever, but... Those are definitely on my, have been on my to-do list for quite a while. I mean, Garden of Salvation came out two years ago, so definitely got to do that one. Um, other than that, I don't really care about Triumphs or anything, because unless they give me an emblem or something, I really don't care if the little number goes up. Um, that's about it. I really just want to get into to raids and stuff like that. I really don't care about my power level too much. I want to put on a Warlock more. I upgrade my Warlock and want to do those two raids, and... Other than that, I think that's about it for me. Nice. Yeah, not a whole lot going on. But, um, yeah, I mean, are you guys excited for the 30th anniversary stuff?
3: I still haven't pre ordered it. Yeah, I Sorry. don't either. But I mean, it's, it's more content. So, yeah. I can't never say never no more content. Yeah, sure. I think it's going to be something that's going to be, you know, that's happy until all the way in February. No, but it's something. I guess.
2: Yeah. I am excited about a dungeon that isn't prophecy anymore. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I just don't want to play it anymore.
3: <laughs> it's Sounds just it hurt. Like that's how it sounded. It did sound <laughs> very severe pain. <laughs> I just can't keep doing it. How so much conviction? A lifetime in that sentence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I have to look at the Calacoco.
3: I, I mean, like, I agree, though. It's just tedious now. It is. I It. I'd never... It's I didn't like it from tedious. the beginning. I liked I, it, but after doing it, like, you know, a million times, it gets super just, okay, the time of the spare race, like, I just... Sometimes I was like, tell my friends to pull me through because I just get so discouraged. I just don't like it.
0: It's the same mechanic every single... Yeah. This is it's, so...
2: Yeah, the gambit thing gets old, and honestly, it's like... The, you can farm the first boss, super quickly like literally less than five minute runs every time by skipping the first part just you know jumping up to that like bent whole thing and getting to the boss and like you can do that and farm the the sniper and the hand cannon but people have been going after the poles and the only way to do that is like get to the boss once and then you know get a checkpoint and keep passing it over to a second character over and over and over again but i think the fact that there's only literally three encounters and the thing is so long, and then you're, like, if you're trying to help someone, like, it's it's a fun dungeon to show to someone who's new to the game, because I've done that to a few of my friends, and they love it. Like, that the Rainbow Road, um, you know, the Mario mm-hmm. Kart thing, it's, it's pretty cool to look at it until you run it, a lot of times and then you always have a guy dying on it and it's a 40 second respawn time respawn. and then they die again, and really and again <laughs> it's and again, so and obnoxious again. and then this like three encounter dungeon turns into like a over an hour clear and it's like Ooh, why There's Yeah, There's
1: the the set pieces are cool they but yeah the rainbow road runs way too long the respawn it, it, it just feels tedious after a while it's just the
2: respawn like if, yeah. If just make it instant. Why yeah. do you make me wait forty seconds for falling on a thing that's not even an encounter? Really, it's yeah, a secret I, chance. But
1: what happens if all three of you die? Do you have to really start over from the beginning?
2: Yeah. Luckily, I haven't had that happen. Yeah, like you have
3: to like restart from the beginning. I think, I think it's a darkness zone.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. So, like that. Yeah. That's, it, does it even make more sense just to do that? Have everyone just wipe start over?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. might save time yeah honestly speaking of sparrow encounters though i think some of the most fun i had in destiny one of my favorite like gimmicky dungeon or raid encounters was the um sparrow part in scourge of the past so much fun yeah i always it, had fun doing that one.
1: getting getting the switches and yeah
0: that was a blast because it was, it was all it would always like come down to like one person at the they never all be watching and then they die right before or something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it I don't was know. always I
3: think sparrows are so frustrating in this game. They don't handle well at all.
0: That's fair. So <laughs> are you not it's a, not a, not a proponent of sparrow racing?
3: Not, well, I fucking hated sparrow racing.
0: Really? <laughs> oh wow. I so I bad for
2: someone that I never God, played God. when it was new. Like I played it when when we've been playing D one like in the in the past weeks and stuff. I played it with a friend, and I think I don't know if I played it with you, Rob, but no, we, we did a, a few of those. And like I don't know, maybe this is like a really old game that a lot of people won't remember. But when Star Wars Episode One came out,
1: Episode One Racer, yes, yeah,
2: Episode yes. One Racer, it was the pod racing game. Like you know, little Anakin and and Naboo and like this, they handle exactly the same as this at the Spiral game. <laughs> Never they, thought they about do, that They thing, really right? do. They have like the side move, and you know, like it's. I love it just because maybe the nostalgia of that game and playing it a lot back in the day, and and uh, yeah, Spiral Racing, I love it.
1: Sparrow Spare Racing was fun. I think the problem is it suffers from every other seasonal like holiday event where it's around for three weeks and so you feel like you need to play the hell out of it for that three weeks and then by the time you're done with it you hate playing it because you've played it like an absurd amount of it in that three weeks and it's like the the great thing is like they they put it in private matches so you can go back and play it any time and so like i i just i don't know why they don't they always do that with every like the the with the most recent like the the pumpkin head thing, like you feel obligated to play it a ton so you can get all like the triumphs and and your your uh um the shader and like the the bounties and all that stuff. Like so you play a ton of it, and then when you're done with it after that three weeks, like I never want to touch this again. But it's like maybe if it was around longer and you didn't put such a, a strict timer on like the availability, maybe people would just kind of play it as like another core activity. But, like, but I don't
2: know. I get that. Yeah, I get that burnout thing. Yeah. Because it happened to me with this one for sure with the pumpkins. But right. I, I, it's not so special that it, you know, like I, I don't want the thing to be like there forever. But at the same time, like, it will feel like the spiral racing thing is like if it was only for private matches in the game right now, I would play it now and then with friends. Just right. you know, just for having fun, and I think that's one of the issues that this game's been having with these events feels like you do it because of the reward, and if there's nothing associated with it, you don't play it right, and for me, spiral racing would be like a thing that I play for fun, not something I play for you know a weapon roll or something, or you know, I just I would love to have more of these things in the game that were just for fun and not for chasing some pinnacle thing,
1: right. Well, and that's like that's the problem with like Astral Alignment or Shattered Realm is I mean, Shattered Realm is pretty fun just to play by yourself because it's a neat play space to explore. But like Astral Alignment, let's be honest, is not that engaging of an activity like there's there's three things that you do you either deposit a battery or you shoot ether or you pick up other things and dump them kind of like a battery. But you can shoot this battery instead. And like after you do that five or six times, like you're like, OK, I've, I've done it. I'm good. But you have to keep playing it because, yeah, you're trying to get all the, the seasonal things you need to complete it a bunch of different times in a bunch of different ways to get the title. Uh, and so by, like, it's not that good of a piece of content. So You're not really bummed out, like, when it leaves because it was never really that good to begin with. And that, like, I agree. Like, if they made things that were a little more fun just to, like, play and not necessarily so, like, time-induced or forced for a certain reward... You probably wouldn't get burned out on it as so much.
3: Yeah.
0: So quick PSA. Because um, I just found this out. The six. The six man match made activity. With the 30th anniversary thing is free by the way. Just anyone listening. It's right. free. Yeah. So, is there a
1: specific date? When this uh, all starts? It's like we you know it's sometime sure. in December right?
0: That's what I thought. And I know people keep saying like. Oh it's a month until. And I'm like sure. And I, I don't know the specific date to be honest. I keep,
1: I keep wanting to say December twelfth, but I don't know if that's right. Like for that's, some reason, I want to say twelve twelve, but I. It's got to be
0: mid December, yeah,
1: yeah. But I don't Sometime know if it's actually December. it, yeah.
0: But, but yeah, that PSA there for anyone who's like, you know, kind of on the fence about getting the thirtieth anniversary pack. If you are not like, if you are like, oh, I am never gonna play the dungeon, you don't really have to get the pack to participate in the. 30th anniversary event because apparently the matchmaking activity is free and i would assume this would go on until witch queen is my guess
3: i assume yeah.
0: so it'll be around for for a while so it's kind of like a mini season if we get a yep. matchmaking activity that's kind of cool and a dungeon and a dungeon which will hopefully be pretty good i have decent expectations for it it better be better than prophecy yeah, it's,
1: it's going to be in the loot case. You're gonna have to fight two Tel Echoes.
2: I'd be happy Um. if the last boss is like a giant moat that we have to kill. No moats in the whole thing except the last boss being a moat itself.
1: Well that was that was the best.
2: (laughs) And that's the end of Gambit Forever. We've We've saved the universe from
3: Gambit. Yeah. Drifter just goes. The Drifter goes and
2: sells ramen in the ramen shop. (laughs)
3: That's so funny. Oh man. If
1: I have to touch a moat or throw a ball into something. You're gonna have to. You're gonna Almost have to do both of those. <laughs> You're gonna have to pick up motes and throw them at each other. And then someone has to deposit oh. them. I, so, uh, that was like the whole thing where in D1, year one, people were always like, oh, it'd be really haha for Laugh's Mimi if we got like a giant shank as a boss. And then they did that with the Saber Strike during Taken King when they came out, like, yeah, okay, we'll do that. So, careful what you wish for. Don't ask for a giant moat boss. <laughs> It'll happen. It's just like a big cube. Yeah. That'd, that'd be wise, hilarious. Just
3: yeah. roaming around the map. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. Like, just oh, says, what if all if you right, had like, all right, all right. The whole yeah. map is not <laughs>
0: <laughs> What if you had to pick it up and throw it to, like, your teammates to, like, deal damage to it or something? <laughs> I bet hmm. we're also going to have to stand on some
1: plates. Yep. Well, that's how you start Please. it, yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Everybody knows that, you know. 40% of Bonji is actually just selling China. <laughs> what?
1: What? <laughs> that one went over my head. Is that, that a plate they, reference? They
2: deal on plates. They deal oh! On plates. <laughs> that,
1: was, that was such a highbrow, lowbrow joke. Thank you, Robbie. <laughs>
0: too high concept for yeah. this show. <laughs>
1: it's, not, it's too early <laughs> on the morning for me to, to comprehend that one.
0: Anyways. <laughs> now that we just completely went off uh our last topic is <laughs> speaking of giant mode um our last topic is gambit so will you brought yeah. this up So, ga- <laughs> <Gambit>. <laughs> so yeah. will you brought this one up um you were talking about how gambit yeah. is just so stupid at this point that you think should just removed from the game entirely
3: would you like to elaborate on that I mean, there isn't a whole lot to talk about because I think everybody already knows that... I mean, like, I feel like most people just play it for their pinnacle reward, not because they actually enjoy the game mode. <laughs> so, no. like... You're right. You're I mean, I don't know right. about you guys, but, like, that's 100% me. <laughs> I play it just to get... It locks something behind it, like the ornament this season for the pocket, or, mm-hmm. like, because I have to get the pinnacle weapon done, or, you know, or the pinnacle reward done. But other than that... I don't think really anybody's hopping on Gambit, and you could get to more time developing other stuff. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't want to see it completely disappear, but like, but like <laughs> <there's> something <laughs> with it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not a fan
0: of uh, they tried to fuse Gambit and Gambit Prime into one thing, and they made it.
3: I don't. I don't. I mean, it's Gambit. Gambit's Gambit. It's all still Gambit. All terrible Gambit. to play. Yeah, it's still Gambit. Yeah, um, I get that. Do you guys? I'm, I'm, do you guys think?
0: Now, I would I would personally like this but do you guys think they should bring back functionality for the uh reckoning armor like the reaper invader collector stuff
4: I think cool.
1: I think they need to fix it because I think the uh, invader and the reaper were like way better than the other two <laughs> Good point um I really really like the idea that they try to do set bonuses, and that's, like, besides Transmog, that's something that people have been asking for for a really long time as well, is actually have some kind of, like, give me a reason to wear a full set of Gambit armor or a a reason to wear a full set of, like, Vanguard armor. Like, do that and give set bonuses that are only specific to that game mode, so it's not, like, break game breaking in other modes. But, like, I think it was a neat thing that they experimented with they kind of maybe overtuned two out of four of them, uh, but I think it was a cool idea. I like. I, I wish that they did some kind of functionality and they didn't just like abandon it after one armor set and then like move on. That that bummed me out.
0: I thought when it was first announced that it was going like, to pick a role at the beginning of the match
1: and you didn't so have too. to like,
0: grind out the armor sets. And I thought you were going to like pick a roll, and I was like, oh, that seems cool. I would have liked that more than grinding out Reckoning, which made me want to Shatter dive my PlayStation, but um, <laughs> you know I I I think that would have been way cooler if, if it was like, you know, team based. You pick a role, everyone gets to pick one, right? Uh, and I, every, yeah. everyone has yeah. like a distinct role that they like are set in for the match. And...
1: I well, I think the I think the gameplay loop of Gambit Prime and Reckoning was a neat idea. uh I think splitting the Gambit playlist was not. I get what they were doing because Gambit was so new at that time. They were trying to experiment with the formula and see if they could do something different. And obviously you shouldn't try to have split the game mode. Um, but I actually didn't really have, like, I didn't I didn't grind out all the armor sets, but I got, like, two of or three of them. Um, but I thought the idea of, like, doing reckoning for a while and then going in there and, like, using the armor that you just got to, like, rock out in, in Gambit Prime was a neat idea. I think just the implementation wasn't perfect.
0: Yeah. I think it's a cool idea. It was way too grindy. Having three tiers and having Reckoning be kind of busted um, in and of itself. But yeah. Yeah, I I see your point. Robbie, do you have any thoughts? What what do you think they should do with Gambit? Do you think they should keep it in the game? Do you think it's worth even spending time changing it? Or they should just abandon it at this point?
2: Uh, I think, I don't know. Like, I. (laughs) I'm assuming there's people out there who like it. Honestly, <laughs> I'm assuming be it could be. It. I, I just, for me, it's like there's things in the maps, like the portals, for example, to go from one area to the other. You rarely see people using those, and it's like, why are you not jumping through it? And I just feel it's like because people don't know they're there. And even me being, you know, a newer player, like I never played when there was Gambit Prime and all those things, and I still kind of like no like you know people grabbing the heavy that are not invading like all these things that are just mostly like frustrating i I think it's just like not very nice to go in without a, a full four team uh four member team and the maps there's not enough maps so it gets even if it was slightly fun it's too repetitive Yep, And I think the bosses and all that stuff is like the the, the PVE tuning on them. It's so silly because like sometimes it takes forever to kill one like trash mob somewhere. And then the boss goes down in like, you know, 25 seconds with a couple thunder crashes. Yep. So yeah, every more maps tune it a bit better, especially because like I, I see how they're tuning weapons and stuff for PVE for PVP, whatever. Like don't tune the weapons, just tune the that, that damage being dealt to to the enemies and the bosses. I think that would help a lot, and yeah, just too repetitive that's and too frustrating and yeah. I don't like the hide guns that people want, like it happened with the bottom dollar. And now it's happening with that scout rifle, uh, sorry, I forgot the name:
1: servant leader or whatever.: servant
2: leader, yeah, that like everybody wants, because it, it's a good gun. like I enjoy it. Like I even stopped using my adept Hong Yuri because I liked how this one felt better, and getting a roll on those weapons when there's like 24 perks on each column, and it's just painful. like it's just even painful to grind.
0: Uh, how many maps are there, actually, in the four? game? I like, four. That's when I was thinking. There's only four at this point.
4: Mm-hmm. I thought two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a you few of
1: there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Didn't they get rid of the Dreaming City one for like no?
1: They did, and they got rid of the Tangled Shore one. Oh, they did. Yeah, they were. They got. They got rid of those two.
0: That one sucked, anyways. But
1: still. Yeah, but it's still more maps. Like.
0: Yeah. You know, no, I agree.
1: It's it's kind of the same thing with like Crucible, where it's like, look, I understand some of those maps weren't good, but like, like it's just it's so monotonous when you're playing the same, what feels like three or four maps over and over again. In the case of Gambit, it literally is the same three or four maps over and over again, <laughs> and it's so, like, it just wipes you out. It's so, so irritating.
0: Yeah, it's like every, every match more or less plays out the exact yeah. same way. It's the same kind of routine every time. And there's not really room to, like, change up your strategy, per se. Right. It's just, it, it's the, it's pretty much the same thing. It's different than PvP. I feel like PvP is, you know, hmm. more, more or less, you know, every every game's kind of different and exciting, um, depending on what the meta is that season. But, you know, Gambit and, is... And you can
2: experiment, like you said. Like, you can bring a different gun, you can bring a different subclass. But I feel like in Gambit, you really, really get penalized by not running something that's really good for boss DPS. It's like, if I go in with, you know, I don't know, something that it's, and, and the worst part of this is like, you always get these bounties that is like 25 solar ability kills. And, and at the same time, you get another one that is like 25 stasis ability kills. And it's like, well, so now I have to run solar or stasis All
4: right?
2: Or, or solar and then stasis on stasis and then solar. And then I'm like, ah, and then we lose. <laughs> you know, because I don't have my Chaos Reach or my Thunder Crash or my whatever it is that is better. So f- fix the bounties on them. I, I, maybe that system for the engrams that they used in trials would help it a little bit so that you can focus grind the gun.
1: Yep. I <clears throat> I do want to bring this up that like I so I agree that the the huge perk pool is pretty terrible when they are exclusive to that game mode but like this is and this isn't quite an apples to apples thing but if you look at D1 it was a similar case where you had guns like AS Luna that were PVP specific that would only drop in PVP maps i mean there was those bounties that you could do but you had maybe one shot at those per week with your characters um and they also had ridiculously large perk pools where in the t- the two main column perks had like 10 or 12 perks and people didn't like, yeah, it was annoying grinding them, but people didn't complain about it, it seems, like, as much during that time. And I feel like the frequency that you get Servant Leader drops or Bottom Dollar drops is way, way higher than the A.S. Luna drops ever were in, like, D1. So it's, it's like, interesting that people complain about it when it's, like, this has always been a thing. We've always had, like, Crucible-specific weapons that, like, that's the only source that they drop from, and they've got complete, like, severely diluted Loot pools, that like it's it's just kind of always been a thing. And like, I'm not saying it's like right or wrong, but it's a way to keep you playing in that game mode, whether or not you like it or not. It's like if you want a servant leader, you're gonna have to play some gambit and suck it up, and like that sucks. But
2: they've been doing the opposite for everything else, though. It's like yeah, and that's we've been spoiled. Like I agree. Look at the nightfalls, and it's like even even when we went from one to two different adept drops a week we had a discussion over it, you know, because right. it's like now you have 50% chance of getting what you actually wanted. And, and it like, but it would make you farm for it. Like you knew you were getting one, so you could run it, you know, 50 times on right. over a week if you wanted to get the role that you actually wanted to get. And it's, it's happening the same for trials and it's happening the same for everything else. And I feel that maybe it doesn't feel as bad for Crucible because I guess people play more Crucible, obviously, than they do Gambit. So you see more, right. you know, Survivor's Epitaph or whatever. But at the same time, it's funny that they put this, like, I don't know, I don't like it, the auto-rifle on, on Crucible and things like that. And then things that people want, they tend to put on the on, on the Gambit side. And it's like, well, I don't know. Is is it such, uh, uh you know, is it going to pull me as much? Probably not, but if you would make it so that I could like kind of target farm it, right. I assure you that more people would like suck yeah. it up and grind it out.
1: No, I I agree. Like, we 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 are way past that point, and we have the ability. Like, we've been spoiled by being able to to like target down an engram into one of two weapons, and especially those loot pools are like feel much smaller. So it's kind of weird to have these like drastically different types where you get one that like you never know if you're ever going to get one and then there's like where you can you can get 12 of the same weapon if you want basically uh in a different game mode so i I agree that it's like extremely inconsistent and that's really frustrating
2: another thing that i want to bring up is kind of like the identity of the weapons i think they mentioned that in some way yes uh, during the 12 and like for me for example when i see someone with uh I don't know. I don't want to bring any like specific examples, but certain guns, you know what they're capable of. Right. Some of them have like a like one column that they're all good perks, and then the other one's gonna you know specialize it into something or another. But you know what the gun's about, right? And with the bottom dollar and these other ones, it's like you can really get a trash roll, and it's one of the few guns out there that it could be extremely trash or extremely good, and that's just gonna be up to your luck and and the roll that you get. So. It feels like the gun has no identity to me because it's not like, oh, I see this bottom dollar and I'm like scared because it's a bottom dollar. No, right. it could be like literal trash, you know? Yeah. And and you never know. So that kind of, uh, I don't know. I feel like they should have a bit more of a, like people know what to expect from them. And, you know, the yeah, that smaller uh, perk pool helps with that for sure.
1: Yeah. Can actually can we go back to that for one brief moment that was one thing in the twab that kind of like i'll say pissed me off and i'll explain why in a moment where they they were talking about uh weapon differentiation and he used the example he's like if i have two void adaptive hand cannons, one from the suros foundry and one from the latest raid why do i care about one more than the other why do we have two adaptive void hand cannons when we don't have like a full energy suite of all the other like we don't have any high-impact energy scout rifles. Why do we need two Void Adaptive Hand Cannons? Like, I'm so sick of the lack of diversity. Like, we don't have a full energy type for each, like, archetype, and it's really frustrating that they're already, like, doubling down on certain ones, and it just, I wanted to bring that up. We we didn't talk about it during the TWAP, but it pisses me off that it's like, stop making so many hand cannons when we don't even have other archetypes, like, even close to like filled out in the the energy slot and like we still have we still have uh vault problems like stop giving so many hand cannons like sorry that was just a side <laughs> thing but it's like i am so i'm so pissed like stop with the hand cannons we've got enough do other weapons for I and mean,
2: not even that one it's a problem with other guns like the the new bow it's amazing i love it but I have a roll arsenic bite, which is right. the same element and the same thing. And it's like, do we right. really needed it? No, yeah, probably yeah. if you just change the element, I would have kept both of them, right? right? But now I have like two that are really good. So
1: And the only the only way to get a solar bow is in last wish raid. So like I oh, don't yeah. I don't know why the the dispersion of of energy types and weapon archetypes is so like front weighted on certain ones yeah we don't need another arc bow but we got one like stop just it's frustrating sorry that uh, i'll stop now
0: just no 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 gotta get gotta get the rage out sometimes
1: I, i don't know why they hate high impact scout rifles like there are a few of us that exist that like using them yet oh we need another adaptive uh void hand cannon for some reason like we got palindrome there's nothing that's ever going to top that and i'll say this now like It's got a great perk pool. We've got a great way to farm it. Stop making adaptive void hand cannons. Do other things. So, okay, rant over.
0: All right, so that's about all the time we have today. So thank you guys for um, hopping on and chatting with me as usual. And thank you all for listening. Um, Yeah, so appreciate it. Looking forward to the 30th anniversary. And uh, we'll see you guys all next week.
4: Bye.